Ah, it's poop again. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Steve the Dung Beetle on a Roll. Words by Susan R. Stoltz. Pictures by Melissa Bailey. Published by Pygmy Giraffe Publishing. Steve the Dung Beetle takes us along with a beetle as he rolls a ball of poop all the way home. On the journey, Steve the Dung Beetle runs into several animal friends, asking him, just what the hell is he doing? Will this beetle not be able to put up with all this crap? Or will he not give a shit? Well, find a clothespin, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on, you guessed it, a pile of poop. A group of scatologic dung beetles are face first in it, fighting over who had it first. Now that's reaching a new low. That's lower than an OnlyFans girl jarring her own farts. If I'm ever fighting over someone else's shit, sit me down, preferably on a toilet, and set me straight. Back to the poop. Whatever pinched this loaf off had a lot of roughage. I mean, the whole thing is fiber. Whoever it was had no trouble with this one. In case you're wondering if it's going to be all poop jokes today, it is. Saddle up, it's going to be a long one. Susan jumps right into the question and answer session. That'll be the rest of the book. On the second page, an elephant shows up and asks Steve, just what the hell does he think he's doing rolling his poo into a ball? Steve says he's like a custodian. Without him, there would be shit everywhere. Janitors are the true heroes. Roughing environments ravaged by people dead set on destroying the world. What I can't figure out, though, is how do these people blow up stalls the way they do? It's like they got in a wrestling match with the snake from Anaconda, and then decided to mummify it with enough toilet paper to supply all of India. It seems simple. Sit down and throw a couple of courtesy flushes in there. But apparently not to everyone. I digress. Steve didn't actually answer this elephant's question, though. Why the hell... Is he doing it? A giraffe comes along and asks the same thing, since he didn't answer the question the first time. This time Steve gives us a taste of his plans. Probably bad choice of words there. He says he's going to turn it into something when he gets home. I guess one man's ass trash is another man's treasure? Steve must have hit some hard times, because when a zebra asks him, he confides in him that he's turning it into a bed for his kids. His kids must have really put him over the edge. Dad, Susan farted again. Susan, what did I say about playing Dutch oven with your brother? Dan did it first. No, I didn't. That's it. I'm putting a stop to this. There. No, it's always going to smell like shit. A group of ostriches are up next, and one looks like it's even eating a bug. So Steve's like, yeah, right. I'm not stopping to talk to you guys. And he gets about that bitch. Because he's just keeping shit moving. A warthog comes along, and it's obvious that there are way too many animals stopping to talk to this beetle. I would have gotten that this guy's doing a service in the first three animals. We don't need every animal on the African plains and their poacher showing up. So we move on to a group of lions, and one is yawning as Steve nearly parks the ball of shit inside its mouth. That's why you breathe through your nose. Ugh! What's that smell? I can taste it. Yeah, 
because it's in your mouth. <coughs> oh, honey, hairball? No, <coughs> poopball. I think I'm gonna be sick. That's one truffle you don't want to bite into. Every animal Steve runs into, all he does is brag about the good things he's doing. No one gives a shit. This book and Steve are doing one massive virtue signal. It's clear Steve is benefiting from this. It's not like he's just doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Sorry, Steve, you're not fooling anyone. This is ridiculous. After the crocodiles and a baboon comes along, shit or get off the pot already. We have another interaction. At this point, Steve is having a little trouble. Quote, Hey, Steve, why are you standing on that ball of poo? The ground is very warm. When I work so hard rolling this poo home, my feet get burning hot. When I stand on it, it cools them down. Good idea. End quote. Hot soup. Piping hot poop coming through. There's still steam coming off of it. Sounds like this guy had a little too much Panera cheese and broccoli last night. That is one hot loaf. More animals come by, and Steve continues to toot his own horn. He even tells one animal he's the reason plants grow. Because the poop he's rolling has seeds in it. Or was it chunks of corn? Whatever. He's got a god complex. One could say he thinks he's the shit. This is why you don't talk to guys playing with poop. He's a lunatic. We've heard from enough animals. Let's wrap this up. Sorry, wipe this up. Because, just like being in an airport bathroom after a guy dropped his hangover dump in the next stall, we can only take so much of this. I hope you aren't eating right now. The story ends with Steve back safe and sound in his hole. It's him and another dung beetle sitting around the poop, and there's straws poking out of it. So much for Steve caring about the environment. He must hate the sea turtles. Quote, Hey Steve, this poo is so delicious. Sure is juicy. It's the best dung ball I've ever rolled home. What would we do without you, Steve? End quote. Not a hint of constipation. It's fall off the ass scrumptious and the dusting of the ground filth you could just taste it was there for longer than five seconds Mm -mm. eat up the moral to this is simple acts of charity and kindness aren't supposed to be bragged about not to mention steve wasn't doing this out of charity he was doing it for himself and there just so happened to be good side effects from it which is not a bad thing that's how the world works It's just the bragging made Steve look like a bigger asshole than the one the ball of poo came out of. So when you do good things, don't do them for praise. Do it because you know it's the right thing to do. Someone will notice without you making a stink about it. On a happier note though, I think we found the guy who would be willing to clean up the streets of San Francisco. And he would fit right in. What do I think of Susan's work? Honestly, it read like a propaganda piece. She fooled us, the readers, by opening with the hook of, she's going to be joking about poop the whole time. This read was entirely too long, beating us over the head with stupid environmental shit and a character that was extremely patronizing. If she cut out half the animals 
and had all the animals notice all the good he was doing through their symbiotic relationship, it would have been way more beneficial to us the readers. Instead, I just held my nose and tried to get through it as quickly as possible. As for Melissa's pictures, they were fun, and the only reason this book was even mildly entertaining. The animals' interactions with Steve were all different, and each had a slightly humorous touch. If you feel like putting yourself through this shit, be my guest, but beware the environmental shit is coming out long and hard, so just grin and bear it. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.3. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, but I just don't think I'll be able to get past the smell. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.